This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. I'm Glenda Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Joseph Berto from White City, Oregon. You are listening to a special Horse Husbands Only episode of Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for April 26th, episode 1921, brought to you today by Equity Manufacturing and the Shaken Fork. I am a manly man who lives a manly life in my manly house with my manly wife. And now, from the Man Cave at the Horse Radio Network, the monthly Horse Husbands episode starring Timothy Harfield of Horsehubby.com and America's Horse Husband, Glenn the Geek. This one is for you guys. No horse women allowed. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Horse Husbands episode. Yes, uh, uh, we, as you probably know, we are off this week, but this is a brand new episode. I am hopefully recovering from surgery, but we're recording this before I actually went into surgery. So uh, this is a brand new Horse Husbands episode for you. We hope you enjoy it. Uh, we have a couple of guys coming on today to join us for the roundtable. They're new to the show, and uh, we have a boyfriend and a husband. So we're going we're gonna to see a vast difference, and we have a whole bunch of listener questions as well. Joseph's here, as always. Hi. Hi, Joseph. Uh, hello, Glenn. Happy to be back. Yeah, our guests are going to be awfully interesting from their different perspectives. And, you know, I want to start the show right away with talking about a big life change for you. You're going to be moving, and you have a really cool, if somebody's looking at moving to Oregon, you got a, a cool place up for sale. Yeah, Glenn, last year, you and I talked about it. I retired from flying, and part of the reason I did was that Diane and I have been trying to find a way to reduce some of the stresses in our lives. Um, one of the ways that we unstress and one of the ways we enjoy time together is by horse camping. And that's where you can take a living quarter trailer to some remote area and ride your horses and be together and, and basically enjoy life. Um, sort of on the theme of weird gifts, I decided that wouldn't it be nice if I could find us a piece of property so that we could horse camp at home so for several years, I've been searching for that perfect property. And uh, wouldn't you know it, on the last fire I flew, I happened to be dipping water out of a really big pond in the middle of a meadow surrounded by BLM forest, which happened to be burning at the time, but we got that part out. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little problem. But from the air, it looked perfect. And upon inquiry, I found it was for sale and subsequently purchased it. Um, we love going up there. It does feel now, like it's horse in camping the every day. Woods, I mean, on the top of a hill, right? It's 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 down. It's the whole flat bottomland area uh, in in a valley, and with the pond there, uh, it has has two rivers, uh, salmon bearing rivers that oh, go wow. through it, and uh, so it always has the sound. It always has the trees. It it's, it has a reflecting pool. It has a secret swimming hole. Um, it's just a remarkable place. The, Kind of place that you could really almost only find if if you were in the air. Do, do you um? um do, is you said it was an old sawmill too? 
Yeah, it was an old sawmill. It was built in 1949. Uh, all of the buildings are still there. Most of the uh, equipment is still there. I've got a lifetime worth of, of guy-type fun with uh, equipment and machinery and, and everything else. And the, the the great part about it is it has 20-something thousand square feet of, of covered buildings. And so um, building a barn, uh, arenas, um, everything for my wife is is a wonderful challenge. I get to do it again and, and take in all of the the things that I learned this time around and say, hey, how can we do it better? And um, I'm really looking forward to, to getting to do this. Now, but, I'm looking <clears throat> at pictures of the place that's for sale, and it is beautiful. So tell us about it. Well, for 21 years, Diane and I have owned and operated Firefly Ranch, which is in Southern Oregon, um, the Rogue Valley. And it's 21 years of a horse person improving, constantly improving a piece of property. It's a fantastic horse property. It's about 90 acres. It's got seasonal creeks. It's got uh, built riding trails, indoor arena, full-sized dressage court, um, 24 stalls, tack rooms, grain rooms, wash racks. Um, it has a beautiful house. Plus it has... A little house. A little tiny house. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a little, little tiny house that, that I, I built for Diane um, some years back that we never quite completed, but it's almost 9,000 square feet. If you, <laughs> what the hell do you do uh, with 9,000 square feet? Well, we don't know. We, we actually never, um, we never completed it. Uh, we continue to live in the single wide. It was a house that they were going to tear down in Medford, and I just couldn't bear to see this 1927 house um, that was so beautiful with the columns and everything uh, pushed over with a bulldozer. And so I actually rebuilt it, brought it home one board at a time, and over a period of 15 years, rebuilt it. Jeez, and, um, it's beautiful, too. Yeah. So the property has that, plus uh, it has acres of fenced pastures, um, lots of them. It grows more hay than you can possibly feed. And if you happen to be married to a horse husband pilot, it has a 2,600-foot paved runway and a helipad and a large aircraft hangar, which made me think that it would be the perfect property for Jamie Jennings. <laughs> you know, there you go. I don't think she wants the airplane Oklahoma. at home, though, to be honest. Yeah. Well, you never know. I don't think his American um, jet's going to be able to land in the... Uh... <laughs> I'm not sure you no, can bring those he, home. He, yeah, he. but I think I think that Chad had like flying a Super Cub in and out of here, or maybe even just flying to work. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's so, a good idea. Hard to say. But if you're interested, I set up a little website uh, for it at 10984meadowsroad.com, 10984meadowsroad.com, and it has some of the information, and it definitely gives you how to contact me uh, on it or just give me a call, and I'd love to talk to you about it or share it with you. Yeah, and so what part of Oregon, again, what, what, where, how could you describe it? If Well, Southern Oregon is about... Um, 40 minutes from the California border. It's considered desert, but the really cool part about this area is we're about an hour and a half from virtually anything, meaning you can go to the coast, you can go up into the mountains, you can do skiing, you can do motorcycling, you can go to the dunes. Everything is available. And best of all, in Oregon, there's no sales tax. And yeah, if like you think Florida. that doesn't begin to... Yeah, we're like yeah, yeah. You oh, have no, we have no income tax. We have sales tax. We don't have any income tax. You have no sales our tax. Our DMV is cheap. And, and if you've got cheap DMV and if you've got multiple vehicles like we do, we figure we save enough on DMV to pay for our, our property tax. So you're, you're, I'm looking here where this is at, and you're right, it's right above uh, California, and you're, 
you know, you're not too far, actually. So how long does it take you to get to the coast? That's not too far either. Yeah, about an hour and a half. Yeah. And uh, you want to go ride your horse on the coast, on the beach, you can do that. There's lots of places. There's an incredible, speaking of horse camping, there's an incredible horse camp right there on the coast that you can go to. And from here, you can strike out two or three hours in any direction or even closer and be in horse camps where you're in the woods or you're, you're on the coast or you're near the river or whatever. It's, it's just a, it's a great place to live. And um, for us, it's, it's just really a matter of wanting to downsize a little bit and finding a place that um, has a place of solace. And, you know, those are so hard to find these days. Wow, it's a big place. Too. I'm looking at the aerial now on, uh, on Google Maps. It's really cool. And if you want to yeah, go to a yeah. cowboy church, it's right across the street. Isn't that remarkable? Yep, yep right across that. the street. Right across there the is street. a cowboy church. Yep, How'd I you see. know that? It Man. says it's right here on the map. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what else is on the map too is uh, Equity Farm and Fence right at your house. That's correct. It's we right run. You map. wonder what we do with that big building. In fact, we don't live in it because that's where we operate our business out of. So all of the the shaking forks and flexing forks and electronics and everything is done right here and. When you call our phone number, uh, you usually talk to my wife, who's sitting right where I'm sitting right now as I'm talking to you. There you go. Well, and so give her the address again, and we'll put it in our show notes, too, uh, for the Oh, website. thank you. The address here is 10984 Meadows Road, and I put RD, but you can also put ROAD, dot com. All right, and it's in White City, Oregon. So that's where yep. you can find it. And the pictures are there, and everything you need to see is there as well. All right, uh, let's get on with the show. I, before we get to our roundtable, I asked the auditors a question the other day in the auditor room. If you want to become an auditor, just head over to horseradionetwork.com, look on the right side of the page, and click on the auditor banner. For as little as a dollar a month, you can join the party in there. So uh, this is, I asked them, uh, and this came from an idea from Tara, I asked for the next Horse Husbands episode, what's the most bizarre or coolest horse thing your husband got you as a gift? And, and you know, so the one that everybody else, non-horse people, would consider is weird, but you love it because you're a horse person? So I got these answers. Rhonda said, he planned our honeymoon and took me to a ranch. Now, that's, uh, that's, that's the exception to the rule right there. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty good. I- that's a that's a really uh, really sweet. Yeah, that's that's, that's over the top. Good job. That's a horse. That's a horse boyfriend that just you know got five stars. I think. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he'd do it again. I'd have to ask him that. I will too. Yeah, that's that's really <laughs> sweet. That's that's not even that's not even weird or cool. That's just really sweet. Samantha said a DNA test for my mare. Well, that was cool. That's a good idea. Um, Joy said he built me Cav- Cavaletti's jumps and ordered whale printed coolers for all my horses for my birthday. First of all, I want to see a picture of them and their whale printed coolers. That's what I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> so good job. Yeah, they just really got engaged nice. too. So uh, they're new. To- we actually have a lot of our auditors that were just engaged and are planning weddings. They have a whole. They have an auditor's wedding planning page. There are so many of them on Facebook. You know, we forgot to mention that women aren't supposed to be listening to the show. This no, is oh, just yeah, we guy. forgot to mention that. So if you this are just, just for turn, guys, yeah, but turn it off. I was going to share something that I was going to do for, for my wife. This is kind of a redo, but this year I was going to buy her a battery-powered steel leaf blower, which that's on the weird side, but 
but blowing the stalls clean, or the, not the stalls, but the, the hallways, uh, the breezeways, it's so easy when you have a, a, a leaf floor. I know some people don't like it because it makes too much dust. But Yeah, I think there's two arguments. It's, you're either for it or against it. There's nobody in the middle yeah. on that one, right? Um, and, yeah, but a battery-powered one yeah. would be great. That's the thing. You can't have the corded one. That's just a pain in the ass. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. tripping over it and never, you got to roll it up and it's always in a knot. No, the battery powered's perfect. Uh, Kimberly said, after we married, I kept telling my husband I wanted a three carat diamond for my 10th anniversary. Jeez. Uh, when it got close, I said I'd really like a new horse trailer. My husband had no idea what the ring would cost, but he knew what I'd rather have. Still have that horse trailer. Good for you, Kimberly. Good for you. Uh, uh, how about you, Glenn? What would be the coolest thing that, that you've ever bought? Uh, just a bit of a horse trailer. <laughs> it's sitting right outside. Did that about two it's, months ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> be the most expensive for sure. Um, Tammy said, for an anniversary gift last year, a leveled stall. He leveled the stall's. Okay, so it had a pee pit. You know how the stalls get dug out? <laughs> so he leveled the pee pits and put mats in. Now, that's love right there. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, and that's a stinky, awful job, too, because you got to yeah, bring it, it in is. wheelbarrow load at a time. It's ugh. Ugh. <laughs> you keep that one, Tammy. Uh, Chelsea. Wait a minute, is that the same? It is the same Chelsea. Okay, so we have Brandon coming on, who's the boyfriend of Chelsea later. She said, I had a boyfriend buy me a mini-sized surcingle for Christmas so I could teach my mini to drive. Don't have the boyfriend anymore, but I still use the surcingle. <laughs> that was a previous boyfriend, I think. <laughs> yeah, must have been. Wow. <laughs> I like that. Don't have the boyfriend uh, anymore, but still use the surcingle. Um, Rachel said, my friend's completely non-horsey husband booked them a surprise week-long pony trek through Iceland. Spoiler, he loved it, and guess whose wife just got an Icelandic horse for Christmas? Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. He, that, uh, he apparently liked it. That's an unintended consequence. <laughs> unintended is a good word. Um, yeah. Cindy said, a load of concrete blocks to make my dressage ring with, a manure spreader, a round pen, a load of sand for my sand ring, a meter wheel. Cleared I a love that. Yeah, cleared a path <laughs> through the woods for my paddock paradise. Oh. Storage bench in my trailer, numerous jobs, cross country and stadium. Good God, Cindy. You what got a this great guy. guy. You got this guy. He has whip marks on his back. What are you talking about? She's got him. <laughs> she's got him working out there. Oh. oh, Glenn, I wanted to share a little bit. We were talking about the ranch here. Yeah, and the coolest thing that that I ever bought for Diane. It was our second anniversary, and I bought my wife the eighty by twenty indoor horse arena, and then I built it for her. But what was weird about it is before I did that, I offered her either a new house or an arena. And keep in mind, I'm a fresh horse husband, so I didn't know what the answer was going to be. So she actually chose the arena, which, you know, you know full well that was going to happen, and we still live in the single-wide mobile home to this day. <laughs> there we go. That's priorities there, right there. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. It takes a while to figure it out. but That's <laughs> priorities. Robin, the last one, said, for Christmas last year, a Brendan bought me a battery-powered chainsaw. So that's kind of like yours. <laughs> oh, here, here, yep, yep. <laughs> so good. Well, thank you, everybody, for I answering those. Now, how do you get your horse wife to run a chainsaw at all? That's I don't mystery. know. Jennifer used to like to do the chainsaw. 
Jeez, I think some huh. of them like it. I think some of them like the chainsaw, which scares me a little bit, to be honest. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it keeps me in line right there, knowing that. Well, that's uh, thanks to the auditors for that. What well, is time for our roundtable segment of the Horse Husbands episode? We've been doing this for a long time. And we have a couple of guys on here. We have a Matthew, who's husband of Otter Cecilia, on here. Hey, Matthew. Hey, Glenn. So, Matthew, um, uh, let's talk a little bit. How long you've been married? Uh, 14 years today. Uh, and I was supposed to make sure that you understood that it was the anniversary today. So you did remember, right? <laughs> I did. Yes, sir. She did indicate that you don't always. Uh, you need to flip that around, Glenn. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't no, always. <laughs> yeah, well, there's there's two dates that are key to me to remember as a man. That's my anniversary and then my wife's birthday. And uh, her birthday made it easy for me because it lands on the Marine Corps birthday. So, <laughs> so and how many Hard years? One to forget. How many years did you say you've been married? Fourteen. Fourteen. Terrific. And you have two kids, right? That is correct. My son Corbin and daughter Davin. And now tell us uh, who, uh, who's the, who are the riders in the family? Well, my wife, Cecilia, and my daughter, Davin, are the, the two riders. And do they uh, have each have a horse, or what's the scoop? <laughs> uh, my wife has her horse, Kane, and uh, recently a new addition was brought to the stables uh, from my daughter. They uh, picked up a little Arabian. I've yet to uh, hear what her name's going to be, but uh, recent addition to the pasture. And is the what color's the Arabian? Uh, my wife would have the fancy name for it. I'm going to call it brown. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. That's a perfect horse husband uh, color. Yeah. We like that. I just uh, wondered, did, did at 14 years of marriage, um, was uh, your wife a horsewoman prior to you marrying her, or is this something you guys have grown into together? Uh, well, uh, she, we, she didn't own a horse when I met her. Uh, I think that's what led to the marriage. Oh, so you're the enabler. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I did support it for, for, for some time. So shortly after we got married, she, she did, uh, uh, get a horse. Uh, I was stationed in California, uh, in San Diego at the time. And so, uh, you know, boarding a horse out there wasn't wasn't easy, but we made it happen. Uh, it was her passion, her love, and uh, you got to support that to keep them happy. And Absolutely. I am Joseph, looking at a picture of the new Arabian, and that is one cute horse. Is it brown? Yes, it is. It's brown. Yep, it has one white sock. So uh, very cute, very cute. That's going to make one little girl happy, for sure. So now you're military. Uh, yes, sir. Marines. Uh, yes, sir. Been in the Marine Corps for fourteen years. So you're uh, you're a lifer. You're hanging out there <laughs> as long as I can. Yes, sir. Well, uh, my dad was uh, Marines too. So uh, so thank you for that. Um, although he never left, he was in during uh, Korea. Never left Paris Island. They, they, he shot so well, they made him a rifle instructor, and he never left four years there as a rifle instructor. 
So he, he never ended up going to Korea because of that. I said, you were a good shot. They kept the good shots behind and sent the ones who couldn't shoot over to Korea. Is that the deal? <laughs> well, plenty of other people needed his schooling, you know. Yeah. Got well, to get, the, get them trained. Well, we're glad. I probably wouldn't be here if you... <laughs> So, so we're glad. Well, all right. So we got Brandon on here, who is not a horse husband. He is a boyfriend to Auditor Chelsea. Hi, Brandon. Hi, how are you? Good. Hello, Brandon. So how many years have you been with Chelsea? In two years. Two years. And was she horsey way before you met? Oh, yeah. She's been doing with uh, dealing with horses, I guess, 14 years or something crazy. Did you have any freaking clue what you were getting into? Not a damn clue. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I guessed. So now, at what point in, you know, from the time you had your first date, at, first of all, from the time you had your first date, when did she announce the horse thing and make you go meet the horse? Well, we I found out about the horse on our first date. Um, and then uh, probably a week or two in, uh, I actually met her at the barn cause she had to feed at night, which I thought was odd that you work all day. And then you go to the barn to feed horses uh, and work a couple more hours. And, and that was my first introduction to the horses. Pretty good one. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you know, yeah. but on that first day, <laughs> be honest, you probably thought, Oh, she's into horses. How cute. Isn't that what you thought? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what we all think until, until you get to the barn. Uh, and then realize, so at what point did you start to realize that the horses were more important than you? <laughs> He's not married yet, Glenn. He hasn't figured it out. <laughs> yeah. No, probably a couple weeks in. We've actually, it's funny, we've had several discussions where she would actually compare us and say, you're starting to move up on the ladder and you're almost as important to the horses and then at some point, I became equal to the horses, which I'm not sure whether or not to believe that. Well, you're never, first of all, don't believe that. That's a lie. And <laughs> uh, and second of all, you're never getting higher than that. That's where you're going to stay. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Am I wrong, Matthew? Am I wrong about that? That sounds right. Yeah. Matthew, have you ever well, gotten higher? Well, the fun higher? part is, it's, it's, <laughs> this is one of those deals that, that we, we can be saying this, to uh, to Brandon, but you don't believe it until you're there. It's oh, I think he believes it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe it. Yeah, I think no, I've it. already accepted it. Yeah. No reason fighting upstream. Did you at any point have an inkling of a thought that you should run? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chelsea, I had to ask. So now, how, how, many, <laughs> how many horses does uh, Chelsea have? She owns a thoroughbred that's also named Kane, and she has a mini named Walker. It's pretty adorable. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Yeah. And, and what does she do with the thoroughbred? Uh, she used to ride him. He's a real old man who um, was in not great shape when she got him, and um, she worked you know, with, with her trainer, Leslie, and they uh, got him pretty healthy, and she did very well. He was a reserve champion last time I saw her on him, and uh, uh, they did great, but he recently has been retired, so she's uh, leasing a horse now. He's still uh, doing hunter division, and um, so, uh, sometimes she works the mini. He used to pull a uh, carriage or whatever the proper word is. <laughs> oh, great. Um, and uh, she has plans of doing more of that type of thing with him. Very cool. Uh, has there been any, any conversation about uh, your participation with horses yet 
Oh, well, I help them uh, pick stalls and stuff and do hay nets and things. I, I enjoy it. It's fun. Um, I, I love animals. I, I wouldn't want to do it because I had to do it, though. <laughs> it's different when I get to choose to. Um, yeah, did you just hear those magic words? Yes, did I did. Somebody <laughs> likes, yeah, yeah, that's great. But did that you hear the second part of the... few years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and did you hear the second part? He doesn't have to do it. It's when you have to do it that it becomes a problem. <laughs> that's what makes yeah. him a boyfriend and not a husband. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, by, by the time it takes me to pick one stall, she's done ten of them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know that I'm helping. And don't get any faster at that, or then you're expected. So, right, you got to get an allergy here real quick. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Every time she has an allergy or an illness, I try and blame it on, blame it on the ponies, and, and that never goes over well. Matthew would probably agree. Never get better at this than her, because then you're expected to do it. You never want to be better. So, <laughs> got it. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I learned that the hard way because I'm very competitive, and I thought, well, I can clean stalls faster than her. It's like, well, then you do it. And it's like, oh, damn. So I learned that the hard way. <laughs> Joseph's yeah. a little and bit I that way, too. <laughs> in Matthew's life, there's a lot of time away from home for for doing a, you know, a fully engaged occupation. Um, Brandon, do you have time uh, or outside hobbies that, that, uh, that Chelsea – enjoys with you or are you, do you get away from the horse thing completely from time to time? Um, I don't spend a tremendous amount of time cause it's mostly her doing horse stuff. And, um, at her barn, uh, just cause of liability, there's not much I'm allowed to do unless they're out of their stalls. Um, so except on the weekends, um, I'm pretty much out of it. And then most of her competitions I'm working. So, um, but I, but I like to stop by and see the animals with her. What do you, what do you do, Brandon? Um, I'm a nutrition program coordinator, basically a nutrition coach and a, a personal trainer and a metabolic technician for Lifetime Fitness. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, do you do you ever see yourself riding uh, actively? At first, I thought I did, and she let me ride, ride cane, and um, I've never felt the same since. <laughs> so probably not. I, I rode him bareback, which was a mistake. Uh, but no, uh, I think I just don't think I have the time to to devote to it. Um, uh, but you know, I, I'd always joked I'd buy a horse and name it Money Pet, and um, that way we could both have a horse together. But um, I don't know. She she doesn't really like the idea. <laughs> she made you ride bareback that's the first per- time. She didn't want you riding. There was yeah, yeah boy, that's, that's perfect. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. This is sounding I mean, better all the time. <laughs> Matthew, you ride at all? Okay, uh, to Glenn's uh, question, do I currently ride? Did I hear you ride on that? Did you ever ride? Do you like riding? Do you not ride? Uh, you know, I was I was quite young when we had a horse, um, and, and I rode a little bit there, but nothing uh, nothing serious. Uh, so uh, I haven't ridden in probably 30-plus years. Okay. Uh, just, uh, I was curious. All right, well, let's start with some of the listener questions that they had. Biz wants to know, horse husband hobbies that keep them occupied while wife is at the barn. Matthew, other than work, now, does, do you have any hobbies, golf, uh, whatever? Well, uh, uh, I'd say uh, airbrushing is just kind of one of my hobbies that I do here at the house. Um, also, uh, you know, like to go fishing here in South Carolina, Uh 
I was born in the Northwest, so I was used to rivers and streams. So uh, I kind of got the inshore fishing bug and uh, spent quite a bit of my spare time uh, doing that. And uh, then just, you know, shooting sports. Joseph's in that country. Joseph's in fishing country, aren't you, Joseph? Yeah, living here in the Rogue Valley uh, of Southern Oregon, this is a dynamite place for for salmon fishing. So I I can appreciate that. Um, There's one nice thing about fishing. Do you have a boat? Uh, not at present, no. Uh, uh, all my money went into the truck to pull the wife's uh, horse trailer. <laughs> Funny how that works. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of leading that direction because, you know, horses are expensive, but boats are more expensive. <laughs> uh, that's what I hear, sir. And uh, so, Brandon, any hobbies? Other than working um, out? Well, I have a sheep. Yeah, I have a Shiba Inu uh, dog that I spend a lot of time with when I'm home. Oh, they're and, cool dogs, uh, too. Like, oh, yeah, they're funny. Yeah. Um, take her on trails and things. And then uh, I like concerts. They go to a lot of concerts. Oh, what kind of music? Um, um, all kinds of stuff, rock, jazz, blues. Um, I don't know. I have a buddy who he just recommends something, and I go, and sometimes it sucks, and sometimes it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. He, whatever he says, go. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Cool. Hey, uh, now this one, uh, Cecilia wants to know this. So this is Matthew. I'm going to let you answer this first as it's your wife's question. Uh, how do you make quality time when you both work, have interests and hobbies and kids? Because we stink at that. So I think she means quality time together. Uh, I think she means you just don't have any. But I think that's true of most couples, whether they have horses or not with kids. Uh, agreed. Yeah. Ma- making quality time, uh, it, it, it definitely can be, um, a balancing act. So, uh, when we were dating, we quite often would go to movies, uh, together and we, we try when we, we can, if something's, uh, coming out in theaters, uh, you know, go catch a flick here and there, um, or just at the house, if something's good on TV, we'll just make it a, you know, uh, hu- husband, wife time, just, sit back and just relax and watch a show together. But, uh, you know, with the amount of time, uh, still has her, her job, uh, with her photography business. And then she comes home and just like, go, uh, Brandon said, you know, then the evenings at the barn, you know, so she's yeah. spending quite a bit of time out there, but, uh, you know, uh, you, you make time when you can. And, uh, hopefully that keeps the, the bonds of marriage uh, strong. And one of the things that that uh, Brandon was talking about, surprisingly, is is time spent in the barn together. You, you think that that's not quality time, but it actually turns out to be that that when when my wife and her are both out there cleaning, it's it's pretty amazing that the actual conversations that we get into from stall to stall, and uh, that being more involved with horses in in my particular case actually helped a lot because you then spend horse type quality time together. Um, hopefully that's not all you do, but it, yeah, that's a good part about it. Brandon, how about you? Um, in terms of spending quality time, it, it gets difficult, um, especially uh, with this. Both she works at the barns on the weekends, so she works seven days a week, mm. um, which, which I think is incredible. I don't know how she does it. She works Monday through Friday uh, as an accountant, and then on the weekends she works about six or seven hours in the morning at the barn uh, doing hay installs and. Um, so it only leaves a couple hours on the weekends. Um, so, so we, 
but we do try and, and make an effort to have date night, uh, have dinners together. I always try and wait until she's home to eat. Um, and if I know it's just going to be a long time, I'll try and stop at the barn um, to, to see her. Yeah, it is and, hard. And, uh, most weekends I stop over too, um, at least at least for a few minutes, even if I'm not helping with stalls. So. I think it's harder yeah, when you, you have, have kids, for sure. I think kids add a whole new dimension. Well, you know, whether you have horses or not, kids add a whole new dimension. But I think when you have horses and kids, especially now, in, in Matthew's case, is your son involved with the horses at all? Uh, he, he does go out and help at the barn. Uh, he used to, uh, a few years back, uh, ride a little bit. But uh, mostly he just goes out to, to, to help with the chores, uh, yeah. cleaning out the stalls and getting the horses out to pasture. Yeah. Uh, the questions I think some of the yeah. other the other women that are listening would want to know these these wonderful answers that uh, you're giving here, Brandon. Do you have a twin? Because I suspect there's going to be other ladies <laughs> that are going to want to meet. <laughs> no, <laughs> not quite. <laughs> All right, uh, we did... hear these kind of questions pretty regularly, and and uh, boy, it's it's amazing how many people aren't as open minded as you are about meeting a horse girl and and establishing a relationship, knowing the, uh, you know, the difficulties or the joys that are ahead. Yeah. We, what makes it easier is having a dog and understanding, I guess, you know, how, how passionately I'm involved with my dog and, and how much she means to oh, me, yeah. except she gets to live at my house where a, ho- a horse, uh, she has to go out to that. And, and it's just as strong of a bond. So, I, so I think it helps having a dog to understand that, that bond. So now, uh, let's go to the next question, Denise, and this is a good one. <laughs> Denise wants to know, any guess how much your wife spends on horses every month? <laughs> uh, I don't ask. <laughs> now, if I was to guess, I would guess with R2, with hay, and if I included all the stuff we buy, it's probably five to 600 but we have them at home, so we don't board them, you know? Uh, that's another, that's another expense that we don't have, thankfully. But now yeah, we, the, one of the problems, uh, one of the problems that we found is that the economy of scale doesn't really apply because as you start to get your costs down by buying more, they simply buy another horse. <laughs> so <laughs> you think you're saving money and next thing you know, you're not. And I had a funny story about a horse gal today that she was kind of concerned about the cost of her of her horses with her with her boyfriend. And uh, he recently blew up the turbo on his Duramax truck when he was out drag racing. And when she saw the bill for repairing that, she decided that horses aren't that expensive after all. Yeah, that's true. Race cars are more expensive for sure. <laughs> Race cars, yeah. <laughs> for sure. And of course, you know, we added the expense because we just went and bought a brand new trailer, our first one since in 30 years. And uh, so there's that, you know, then, yeah, it's starting adding horse trailers. And then we looked at a bigger horse trailer, but then we'd have to get a new truck. And then there's that. So we didn't do that. We backed off that one. So nobody's going to come up with a dollar amount here. Uh, Brandon, any clue? Well, I think her board runs around the 550s a month. However, she works most of it off. Um, Ah, Okay. So... uh, but she has a constant array of horse supplements coming every single day. There's another package for her. Um, <laughs> Busted. So, yeah. So, so if you add that up and and uh, treats and everything else, uh, now if it's a showing week, uh, it can get expensive. Yeah. But I would say probably three hundred a month. 
not including the 550 or whatever it is for board. And not including oh, all the money she spends on our sponsor's products, which we're not going to talk about right now because that's what's... <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, you're welcome. But it makes you happy. <laughs> Joseph, you had the next question. Well, my favorite question for horse husband is what is the best part of being a horse husband or a, or a horse boyfriend? In my particular case, one, one of the best parts about it is when there's a really big vet bill. My wife always says that I can consider that her next birthday or Christmas present might be, you know, what we just spent. <laughs> and sometimes it is. And so I've always found that to be a nice benefit. Best part, yeah. Matthew? Well, I'd, I'd say, uh, you know, uh, dealing with these, these large animals definitely develops patience in a person. Um, and uh, I see the benefits of that. Uh, she's put up with me for 14 years, so uh, that's yeah. a benefit I've reaped from that relationship she has with those animals. Hmm. Yeah, that's a great answer. That yep. is a good answer. And, uh, Brandon, anything? Yeah, you know... Um, I guess there's a couple of benefits. You know, one is anytime if she's not feeling well, um, a pretty, pretty easy solution is, Hey, let's stop by the barn and see the horses. And, um, then I get some benefit too. You know, I think, I think any, any interaction with animals could be calming for, for stress. Uh, so I think that's a really good perk. Well, that's true. That is true. And they haven't it's even talked about therapist. fitness yeah. or, or breeches or anything, Glenn. What's I going know. On I was days? wondering about the breeches thing. Are you good? Neither one of you mentioned tight riding pants. So I was, yeah, what's up with that? I was a little disappointed, actually. <laughs> just ordered a pair of those. <laughs> <laughs> Same or, in the mail yesterday. Or going to shows and watching all the tight riding pants walk by. That's another benefit, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> no, but... And, and nor do we look, do we, Matthew? We don't look either. Not at all. Our no. eyes are on the, the, the daughter of the wife in the arena. That's it. We never stray. <laughs> never. <laughs> okay, so this is an interesting question. Uh, I don't think, Brandon, this is going to apply because you board, but uh, Matthew, do they board too, or do you keep them at home? Uh, no, we do uh, We do board. Okay. My wife uh, does work out at the, uh, the plantation stables where they we keep the horses. So the arrangement they have there actually uh, saves us on the board. But uh, all those savings go back into the supplement boxes from Smart Pack that show up almost daily. <laughs> or the new uh, 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 horse blankets and uh, uh, that, that show up. Uh, you know, there's there's other places for that money to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to skip this question. I'll go to the next one. Denise, uh, ask them what the dumbest horse mistake they ever made was. Have you made a dumb horse mistake? Either one. Well, if uh, for me, uh, to, I had been riding in many years, like I said, and uh, we, uh, my wife had a horse uh, at one time, Aiden. Uh, he's probably sixteen and a half hands. Um, I decided to ride him bareback going off what uh, Brandon said there, and uh, that was uh, the last time I decided to get up on a horse. So I ended up in the dirt on that one. <laughs> Brandon, would that be your just riding bareback? Is that your? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a terrible life choice. Um, <laughs> that would have to be it. And they'll never have kids again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joseph, what's your you? You're a horse guy, so what's the dumbest mistake? Uh, you know, we've talked about this on other shows. Is any horse mistake 
that gets you injured. Yeah. You look back on it and, and, uh, the one that comes to mind is I was assisting with a live cover with a, with a, a helping a stallion, like they need help and got in the way of a hoof. And, uh, that's one that I look back and I say, man, how, how could I have been so stupid? Well, you know, you're trying to be helpful and, and you're inexperienced and these things happen. There you go. <laughs> That'll do it. How about you, Glenn? Oh, I've made so many. I don't think I could count them all. Um, and it's mostly just stupid stuff when I did something I shouldn't have done or, you know, because of uh, being naive, too, you know, just not knowing. Yeah. And I would make a mistake of handling the horse, usually. And it's usually a mistake that I could have gotten really hurt or somebody could have gotten really hurt because of my mistake. And uh, fortunately, you know, not too bad. Stepped on a lot of, feet, you know, a lot of black and blue feet, but. Yeah. I've, I've made a lot over the years. So, you know, there was one time we had 25 horses in the barn. So, you know, and everything from the most gentle to the craziest. <clears throat> and most of the real crazy ones were mine. So I can't really say much about that. Um, one of the favorite things you talk about is is uh, a dumb horse mistake is telling your horse significant other how to do something. Yeah, I made that mistake early on. <laughs> have you guys made that? Matthew, have you ever told her sure. how to do something with the horse? Uh, not within recent memory. I think that lesson was learned long ago. Long ago. You know, you're a big, <laughs> tough Marine, but all of a sudden you're not looking so tough when you make that mistake. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> she, she's the equestrian expert. I, I leave the, those uh, you know, choices and decisions up to, to her. <laughs> Brandon, do you ever want to put in your opinion, or do you, have you did you learn better from the beginning? Oh, I learned better, especially with her horses. Um, I have a lot of questions when the other horses get injured. Um, that's probably the hardest thing for me. I mean, they're so fragile and, and it's so easy to have a reason to put them down. And um, uh, so I'll, I'll put them like two cents and she'll be like, it just doesn't work that way. And I, I, I can't comprehend it. Mm. Yeah. Don't ever try and be helpful. That doesn't work either. Yeah, <laughs> I would think being a nutritionist would would really be a, a helpful thing, though. Like you say, all those supplements. I I look at the list of those things, and I I just don't get it. And I would love to know a little bit more about what those things actually mean. Yeah, and that's actually something I think we have going for for our relationship. Um, she's very heavily involved in into that. Uh, she she researches a lot, uh, does a lot of BioStar, likes Tigger, and. And um, so it gives us a lot to talk about from a supplement standpoint, because uh, I'll make some of my supplements and then she'll, she'll be ordering raw ingredients for the horses. Uh, like we were talking about black pepper oil and turmeric and combining that the other day. And, and um, that's kind of fun. Uh, yeah. Now, yeah. does she get sick of that. you talking about fitness, though? Does she go, oh, I don't want to hear it again. Just... <laughs> yeah, she doesn't want anything to do with the gym. She says the barn is her church, the barn is her gym. <laughs> Just leave her alone. Leave her alone. Her I don't want to go lift weights. Screw you. She paid for eight months of a membership where I worked, and I think she came in four times. So <laughs> <laughs> There you go. I was. I figured well, that was the answer. Well, I bet she's she's fit. <laughs> yeah. Is she she's fit? She's pretty fit. Yeah. Um, she, yeah, she's pretty fit. She gets a lot of work done at the barn. Boy, that was the yeah. right answer if you want to stay a boyfriend. I got to tell you, that was <laughs> quick thinking. Quick thinking. All right. Last question. And, uh, I, you know, I'm going to ask this in such a way. So Allison wants to know, and she's not married, um, the top things you would warn a new horse boyfriend about. So I'm going to start with Brandon because you're the newest horse boyfriend here. Um, so what would what would be the things you would warn them about uh, when, they're, when they're on that first date? Coming into the second. 
Uh, yeah, weekend getaways aren't a thing because weekends <laughs> is, is pony time. Uh, so it's pretty difficult to schedule anything out of town. Um, wow. especially in her case, you know, working off her board on the weekend. Um, and nobody wants to take over a weekend shift. So unless you plan months and months in advance, there is no, Hey, let's head to the beach. It's mm. not a thing. That's a good one. Actually. That is, that is so true, especially, uh, early on. You don't normally discover that's like a almost ready to get married sort of knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would say if uh, if I were married, recently married, and was looking for property, I'd make sure that I didn't over barn my wife because regardless, could, could if you have one stall, you're going to need two. If you have four, you're going to need six. And uh, that's what I would warn a <laughs> And that is about. absolutely true. And if they run out of, uh, and make sure there's no neighbors with any extra neighbors, room. Neighbors, right. You no know, yep. neighbors with any extra room because they will be full too. <laughs> Uh, that's a good point. I really like that one. I really like that one. Mine is just run. Um, (laughs) that's mine. Just run. Oh God. You know, sage advice coming from one of the biggest podcasts in the nation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just run. Just my advice. You ask my advice, I give it. Just run. Well, guys, it's been fun. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate it. And uh, enjoy your horse livelihood and husbandry going forward. <laughs> appreciate right. it, Glenn and Joseph. Thanks. Hey, Brandon. Yeah, she, take care. Chelsea Matthew also wants career. to know when you're proposing and when you're going to get married. Uh, she wants. Oh, to... my God. Did that happen? No, I just made that up, actually. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, boy. Uh, Bye. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. We really appreciate it. Joseph, give some website addresses out. Let's see. You can go to Equity Manufacturing. That's E-Q-U-I-T-E-E-M-F-G dot com. That's for our uh, forks and rakes. And uh, if you're interested in our property here, it's 10984meadowsroad.com. And, of course, you can find all the past episodes of The Horse Husband. Go to horsesinthemorning.com. Just search for Horse Husbands. You'll find it. Or you can go down the middle of the homepage, and you'll see a whole list of our special episodes every month. You'll see the little Horse Husband dude there. Click on it and brings up all the past episodes if you want to go listen. Of course, women are forbidden, so it's only the guys that are allowed to listen. And we are, tomorrow, we will have for you a another Best Of episode, because we're still off. I'm recovering, hopefully. Uh, recovering from surgery, so we'll have another best of episode for you tomorrow and we should be back live on monday so live shows next monday yeah you can have all the horse all of the horse radio network shows with you wherever you go with our free app for iphone or android just go to the app store and search for horse radio network it's free and it's simple to use and uh that's about it for this month joseph we'll see you again next yeah and all you guys out there don't forget to spay neuter and geld the horses their horse. <laughs>